Hey guys, this is Pete, and you're listening to a new show on a new channel. It's called Conversations with Jason and Pete. I'm Pete. And, and I'm Jason. Oh, Jason, there you are. Happy. How you doing? <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, good, how are you? Good, look, look at that. So our new podcast, Jay, this is interesting, huh? Because we've, we've been talking about doing this forever, but you're always doing somebody else's show, and I, I'm never around to do anything. So I'm always in New, well, Jer- I'm always in New Jersey. <laughs> You, you travel all the time, and we never get a chance to actually actually get on the phone or get on Skype or anything like that to talk. And the only time I ever get to talk to you is in brief conversation with text. And the first opportunity that came up to do a podcast came from one of your friends, so I did it. So, oh well. <laughs> oh well. Too bad. Well, you know, so if you guys don't know, I'm, uh, I'm one of the co-hosts on Enter the Nerd Zone with my buddy Jay. And this is Jason, just so we're not confused. Um, and Jason and I are, it's funny how we kind of met. This is kind of what this first podcast is about. It's really about how we met and what we're going to talk about going forward. So Jason and I both have the, well, Jason's special now. We'll go into that later on. Um, yeah, I'm special. You're special. <laughs> Jason and I both have what they call TGA. And you want to kind of explain TGA, Jay? Oh, gosh, I don't even know how to explain it. Transposition of the great uh, arteries or transposition of the great vessels. And it's a a congenital heart defect that occurs in one in a hundred children. No, not really. Not one in a hundred children. I'm going to change that. It's congenital heart defects happen in one in a hundred children. And I always grew up thinking my case was very rare because I never met anybody that ever had the same heart condition as me. And I think Pete was the same way. Absolutely. And it wasn't until we both met uh, at a a heart support group meeting that because we share our own cardiologist. We can say her name. She'll love uh, to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, believe me. If you have a heart condition and you're out there and it's a congenital heart defect and you're in the Baltimore, New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, Pennsylvania area, Virginia, Virginia. anywhere you are, (laughs) just do yourself a favor and move to the East Coast, move to Baltimore, move to this East Coast, and go to Dr. Stacy Fisher at the University of Maryland in Baltimore. She is by far the top cardiologist for congenital heart defects in in adults anywhere in the world, in my opinion, and I think Pete would agree with me. Absolutely. If it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be doing this right now, quite honestly. Yeah, I would not. I definitely would not be here. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, transposition of the great vessels or arteries. It's it's a, like I said, it's a congenital heart defect, and it's a lot to go into to to figure out what was actually the issue. But pretty much, Pete and I were born as pretty much blue babies, where the it's a closed circuit of the heart where the the body wasn't getting sufficient oxygenate oxygenated blood. And That's it a lot was of big words. <laughs> yes, believe me, I'm going to get tongue tied. I'm going to probably stutter about a million times, but everybody does. So I don't care. But uh, I'm not going to go into all the detail on it. But let's just say that we grew up not being able to do a lot of things that other kids could do because we were either out of breath, out of shape, or just their parents were overprotective of us because we were special kids. Well, let's start with that, Jay. I mean, we don't want to bore the fans. <laughs> Quote right. the fans. Uh, <laughs> We don't want to bore the peoples um, about, you know, the whole in, go into detail, whatever it may be. Right. But um, so as a kid, you know, your parents were, were real protective of what you did and where you went and stuff like that. 
uh, not not overly protective, but they, they were they knew I knew my limit and knew what my limits were. So they let me do pretty much whatever I wanted to do, but just my own body knew its own physical limits also. So I played no sports in, in school except for one year of uh, high school wrestling. I, I did all right. I, I could never like run track or anything because I had a lower tolerance for exertion. I couldn't even run uh, down the block, let track. Uh, yeah, right. I, yeah, that that was always a pathetic thing for me. Everybody else was running the track, and I could couldn't run a mile, so I couldn't even come close. I walked most of it, but I grew up with it, so I was used to it. But they never really put limits on me. They just knew. They just said, "Well, watch yourself, and if you feel any anything different or anything wrong, just stop what you're doing and rest." Yeah. So not really a limit. So about yours? No, my mom and uh, sperm donor they really didn't. They, they weren't. Yeah. They weren't like you know. My mother was protective, obviously, and of course, I didn't play any. I played baseball pretty much the entire my entire life, um, so I didn't. I wasn't limited to it, but it, it was. It was strange. You know, it was hard sometimes to to run from first to third base and stuff like that. So I didn't really get to start a lot, but I did play a lot, um, and that you know that's kind of like sports and baseball is kind of my passion because. Not only was I, I couldn't play it, but I did do a lot of like watching it and reading about it. So I know a lot about sports and I do another show where I talk about sports. But um, so, yeah, I'm not really overprotective. I know that there are people that are out there that that are in our support group, per se, and and out there that aren't necessarily. I see in the hospital where they, you know, it's like a bubble boy to their child. And it's kind of hard to do that, too. You want them to have somewhat of a normal life right right so definitely so jay and i met at this this uh support group where the first time and like you said it was kind of like eye-opening knowing that um there's other people out there besides yourself Uh, yeah right you know and now you know over the last four years five years since i've been going to the support group um i you know you learn that there's Millions of people, well, maybe not millions, but there's a lot of people out there that are going through what I went through, if not worse. Yeah, it always made feel me feel kind of uh, not humbled, but uh, kind of it, uh, humbling that I always thought I was like so so bad off, and then I I meet somebody that has two chambers in their heart or a half a heart, and just the most bizarre heart conditions I would ever think of. And there they are sitting there talking about their condition. I'm sitting there thinking, wow, I used to feel sorry for myself. And I should always think that there's other people out there worse or in a worse shape than I ever was. Right. So Dr. Fisher, we were both going to Dr. Fisher's office. um, And we've always, I think we always crossed paths at some point in time. And Dr. Fisher said, you two need to get together because you're exactly alike. Um, and it pretty much, that's, that's scary too. And it, it's pretty yeah. true though. I'm, not, I'm the better looking one, but, uh, yeah. you know, we both love more com- hair. We, I, I, not. I, you might have more hair. Uh, <laughs> we both love comics. We both love the geek culture. Um, we love, we're kind of foodies. Um, you know, so, and we're both about the same age and she's like, you two really need to, to, uh, to meet up. And we kind of met at this first support group. And I think ever since then, Dr. Fisher is like, why did I do this? <laughs> right. She, she almost regrets ever letting us meet, like introducing us. Because I, I remember the, 
I, I actually saw Pete before he ever saw me because he was leaving him and his wife were leaving an appointment and I was in the waiting room and he was checking out and he walked by me and I just glanced over him just in my brain. I was thinking, I wonder what that guy's here for. And they left and I went back and saw Dr. Fisher and she said, Hey, the guy I talked to you about, I told you about Pete. He just left. Did you see him? I'm like, why didn't you come out and get me? I was in the waiting room, but it was like probably like another, like six months later that we actually met. Yeah. And now we're at the point where we can go to each other's appointments. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Whatever he's got, I got too. It's all good. Uh, so, right. so anyway, so this is where, so Jason and I now through this support group have formed this uh, brotherhood, so to speak. I mean, Jason and I, I, I don't know about Jay and how he feels and if he, doesn't then I'm gonna cry. But Jason is is another brother is my brother. He really is. Yes. Um, his family is like my own family. Um, I, I'm sure the same. You know, he feels the same way. So we said, you know what, we need to do a podcast together, and not only to talk about our ourselves and our heart, but you know, kind of like to to get out to all the people that are in the same situation as us, you know, that there's people out there. But we also said, you know, we can't just limit it to that. We want to do a whole show on, I guess, kind of like the Seinfeld thing, a co uh, a conversation about nothing, right? Right, exactly. That's exactly probably what it's going to turn out to be. It's pretty much going to be just everyday topics, everyday subjects, just letting listeners eavesdrop on our conversation, our phone conversations. Yes. And uh, this is about as far as we go with the conversation. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so, a lot. We'll see you later. <laughs> see you later. So one of the first things that kind of Jay and I really kind of bonded on was, was comics, right, Jay? Yes. Yeah. Comic books. And just like the, like you said, the geek and nerd culture of that. So, you know, Jay, who's your favorite, who's your favorite uh, superhero? The incredible Hulk. <laughs> okay, why is the Incredible Hulk your favorite? Well, I always liked the like the Hulk. He was a nerdy guy, just like I was. Uh, we kind of actually looked looked. I looked like uh, Bruce Banner when I was younger. Nerdy, glasses, skinny, dork. Growing up in high school and middle school and everything, and uh, he was just all. And I always wish I could be stronger because, like Pete and I were just talking about, our heart conditions didn't allow that. And I always wanted that that chance to be stronger. And I think that's every kids dream of just getting super strength and being able to turn into somebody that's not who they really are. And I thought that, that was just one of my favorite characters as growing up. I mean, I was into Superman also as a little, as a little kid, but I think I just grew into liking the Hulk mostly. And this will come up later in conversations also, but we eventually, I eventually had a, did have a son and I named him after the Hulk and his name is Banner Wolf. And that's his first name. So, <laughs> yeah, I know there's other nerds out there that name their kids comic book names also, but I wasn't the first. But I am the first to name one Banner Wolf. Well, so, think, listen, that's how, that's how far I've gotten. <laughs> Nicholas Cage has called his kid Kyle L, right? Yes, his first son is Kyle L. I mean, you can't go. And he wanted and he wanted to play Superman, so that fits him perfectly. That's so. it. So I mean, that's what you do. I mean, that's how right. you go. So. Um, so yeah, so on the show we'll talk about probably comic book stuff. We're gonna talk about TV. We'll talk about 
food, movies. Food. Yeah. Uh, we love food. We love movies. We talk about our family. We like to, you know, down the line have um, some guests on the show. I'm hoping maybe we can get a doctor or two to discuss our our um, our situation for those that you know that are out there that can you know learn about what's going on and kind of help maybe relieve them of you know the stress that this brings on. It's not just stress, but I know both Pete and I. And I, I, I well. I'm not going to talk about it right now, but I, I know I've dealt with it in the past of just like anxiety and depression and every sort of emotion you could possibly go along with having some type of physical disability. And I know people out there that have the exact same feelings that I did and still do. And we can talk about even how we cope with that stuff and, and how it affected our lives and just everything in it. In it. So, I mean, we're going to be talking about everything. Exactly. So, Jay... Yes. I was going to say something to you, and I can't remember what it was now. Um, so, okay, so we, I asked you about my your whole favorite character. I'll talk about mine real fast. It's the Flash. Please. Because I can never run real fast, so I kind of felt like I needed, you know, he was kind of like my inspiration. Is that because you're short? Uh, well, I would have taken the Penguin if I was short. <laughs> True. True that, right? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Flash is my favorite character. Um so, again, guys, the show, Conversation with Jay and Pete, Jason and Pete, it's going to be a, a little bit of everything. So be prepared for the shows coming out. We're going to be on Instagram. Uh, we'll build up a page on Facebook at some point in time, and we'll be on Anchor. Uh, and you'll find us on – I'm trying to think of the name. Oh, it's, uh, it's going to be under Conversation with Jason and Pete. So look for that. Look for our show and look for us to do uh, hopefully a weekly show on the topics that you guys want to talk about and the stuff that we want to talk about. It's probably more than what we want to talk about, but we're going to leave it open to listeners also That's to right. give us their, their thoughts on what we should say also. Absolutely. So I guess until the next show, we'll, you'll hear from Jay and Pete. Yep, I'll be here. Yep, we'll be here.